0: Thursday, April 4th, BYB returns to the Florida State Fairgrounds in Tampa, Florida for another hard-hitting night of bare-knuckle action in the patented Mighty Trigon. Cub Hawkins makes his first title defense of the Police Gazette World Diamond Belt when he faces Chad the Butcher Kelly for both the Police Gazette Belt and the vacant BYB Cruiserweight title. Agnes Akira and Shelby Cannon face off for the inaugural BYB Super Flyweight title. Plus, explosive cruiserweights, Yuli Monster Diaz, and Zion Tomlinson battle in a title eliminator matchup. And former title contender Rashad Coulter goes toe to toe with Brazil's Levi Costa in a heavyweight showdown. Catch these and much more. Visit BYBExtreme.com for tickets and information.
1: You've been looking pretty good these last few weeks, man.
2: Yeah, I got a a secret stash of the stuff in the mail.
1: Yeah. Oh, you got the Caldera Lab stuff too, huh?
2: I did get it.
1: Dude, this is some great stuff, man. It's a three product regimen. You can go to their website and check the, the third party results yourself. You don't have to believe Ray or I. But we've both been using it. It's great stuff. The three-product regimen of the good, the base layer, and the clean slate. People who have used it are experiencing smoother and healthier-looking skin. It's really great stuff. Go over to CalderaLab.com and use promo code DELUXE for 20% off. This is a great deal, Ray.
2: Yeah. Look good, feel good, live good. That's what I always say.
1: Absolutely. CalderaLab.com. Use promo code DELUXE for 20% off of your entire order. Hello and welcome to another episode of Deluxe Edition. I am your host, Casey Shearer. Joining me, as always, L. Ray Sexton.
2: What's going on, Casey?
1: Not too much, buddy. How are you? Having a day. Having a great day. Yeah, we just had another uh, great interview here with a bare-knuckle boxer, Agnesa Spitfire Kirikosian. We'll get into uh, right after the house cleaning. We are a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can find all of the other great shows over at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Podcasts of the month this month are Friends Talking Nerdy and Films and Fermentation. Go check them out. deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Go find all of our previous shows over at dot show. There's a contact form at the bottom with a, an email. You can email us. We'd like to hear some feedback. Go check out the Instagram page over at deluxe edition Pod. What are you doing over there on Instagram, Ray?
2: Um, mostly memes, birthdays, movie premiere stuff. Uh, Once in a while, I'll post about all the wonderful products that we're uh, partnered up with. So, you know, do yourself a favor. Buy some of that stuff. Use the discount codes. Help yourself. Help us. It's a good deal. And let's see. If you want to support the
1: show any other way, you can go over to patreon.com slash deluxe edition pod. Check us out over there. I rearranged the tiers. Uh, you get a lot of cool stuff. There's a $5 tier, $10 tier, and a, I think, $20 tier. Is that right, Ray? That is correct, sir. you around with us for a while and get some cool uh, exclusive swag. We got some trucker hats and T-shirts and sticker packages and all that stuff. Or if you'd like a regular old T-shirt, you can go over to whatamaneuver.net slash collection slash deluxe dash edition. I miss anything, Ray?
2: uh just go over to uh the 10 cent beer night store on uh t public and get yourself some bootleg deluxe edition merch if you're into that kind of thing or any other bootleg merch i throw up there there's some new stuff coming all the time so check it out
1: yeah there's a lot of cool stuff over there that uh, we don't have on the regular what a maneuver uh site the what a maneuver site just has regular t-shirts ray has on his site uh, on the t public site there's tank
2: tops tote bags coffee mugs stuff for babies like everything if yeah if, i'm worse than kiss for merch over there on my <laughs> site
1: yeah go check it out and also also come check us out on facebook at facebook.com slash deluxe edition pod all right should we should we get into it right let's get into this thing all right, here it is. Our chat with the Spitfire.
3: Hi, how's it going? Can you guys hear good, me? Good, how are you? Yep. Good, good, thank you.
1: How's everything going?
3: It's going good, just chilling. It's raining out here, so everyone's home, just chilling.
1: Where are you calling from?
3: LA, California. Oh, okay. Where are you guys at? Where are you guys? At?
1: I'm in Tallahassee, Florida. I'm in Cleveland.
3: Oh, okay, okay. How's the
1: weather over there? Uh, it was rainy all day here today.
3: Oh, okay. So it's kind of like here.
1: Yeah. I want to start with uh, Thursday, April 4th at the Florida State Fairgrounds in Tampa. You'll be taking on Shelby Cannon for the BYB Super Flyweight Belt, uh, 115 pounds. You're both undefeated in the BYB, right?
3: Yeah. What, exactly. uh,
1: what are you doing to prepare for this fight?
3: A little bit of everything, you know? Uh, she's kind of a cannon. She has like a good hook and uh she's very like sporadic. I started like four weeks ago. yeah, I'm just doing everything I usually do except like more tailored to the style of like the fighter that I'm fighting.
1: When you've trained for a different fighter each time, it's different each time, right you because you wanna you wanna train to their style, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah I have like a like you have to have a game plan for each fighter like the last girl i don't know if you guys saw that fight with um jessica link she had like she was five nine so she was like six inches taller and she had long arms and she was a southpaw. and this time she's five one so she's a little bit shorter than me yeah it's a little bit it's a lot different this time's gonna be different than the last so i need like different sparring partners so i was trying to i i was sparring taller opponents before and now it's like kind of like i need short fighters yeah and and southpaws so
1: yeah that was the first fight that i saw you in the against jessica link she was not happy that you beat her after the after the fight she she kind of went off uh, a little bit
3: yeah yeah she wasn't happy it's like at least like give me where like credit where it's due you know like it's like Usually, after each fight, like, I have, like, respect for the fighter, you know? Because it's, like, we were both in there. But, I don't know. After she said that, I was just kind of, like, really? Like, and then you want to, like, rematch? What? Like, come on. Like, you can't even give me my props. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, and everybody booed her when she said that. So, I was like, yeah. 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 (laughs) I was like, wait. Yeah, it's
1: definitely disrespectful, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: But...
1: You know, because that's disrespectful to the judges. That's that's saying that the judges don't know what they're doing. And you know, I mean I watched the fight, everybody watched the fight, you know, you to me you were the clear winner.
3: Yeah, yeah. And then a lot of people like I guess on her side they were like saying the opposite. But yeah, it's it's like, yeah, give the props where it's due, you know, like it was all three judges. It wasn't just like one or like I mean two or you know what I mean? Right. But uh yeah. Sore losers. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, what makes a girl get into bare knuckle boxing? Like, what what made you decide to get into boxing, I guess, originally? And then you switched to bare knuckle boxing, right?
3: Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, um for me, it was kind of like, I don't want to say, yeah, it was kind of random. Like, it's not like I went out and was like, oh, I want to be a boxer or like I want to be a fighter. I never really, like, I always thought like boxing or, any kind of martial arts was cool like obviously i always thought that was cool and that was kind of an interest but i never like went out of my way to be like yeah i want to go and be a boxer you know or find a gym i never really went out to find one but i was uh at the time sorry at the time i was just going through a lot of stuff like i kind of like when i was younger i made some mistakes with the cops and stuff like i was like in the wrong place wrong time and then um I kind of got, like, beat up by cops and stuff. So, at that time, like, I was, like, super angry. So, after that, I was super angry. I was just walking around campus and Glendale Community College, and they had a boxing club. And then, um, for some reason, they kept sending me back and forth to, like, fix my classes. And then I kept looking at them, and and they asked her. They they, they thought I was, like, staring at them or something. I don't know what they thought, but they were like, do you want to come join? (laughs) I was like, "Um, what is it, like, a boxing club or a – or like a class and they said uh, club. So then I was like, yeah, because I already had like way too many classes. So I was like, and then the next day when I came in for the boxing lessons, like like the since the first time I threw like a punch, like that's when I knew I wanted to like go, like I wanted to learn to go pro. Like I wanted to like, like, and I just saw myself like, like being, I thought I would be good at it. And um, yeah, and all this history. It's kind of random, sorry, I'm like, it's a story. It's a whole story about like the whole thing that I got started. But yeah, like I've been through a lot of stuff in my life. For me, like God used boxing to get rid of my anger because I had so much anger. Like I would walk around campus, like I wanted someone to say something to me so I could like punch them. (laughs) Because I was so mad at everything at the time. But now I feel like I'm like way more calmer. Like if someone says something to me, I'll be like, yeah yeah you're right you know i don't care but back then it was different so,
1: yeah. like how do you think you overcame that Do you because you're like an active fighter now do you think that, that that like sort of calmed you down a little bit or
3: oh yeah yeah definitely it calmed me down just like training is like it gave me kind of a purpose and to like hone in on that it usually like it's everything started with like like anger was the fuel but then as I got over that, it became like more of a passion. So now it's like more of a, yeah, it, it kind of just like I took all that energy and put it into boxing and just learning something new and, and it helped me have like discipline and uh, it just changed my whole life. And yeah, it gave me like a fuel, you know, and a fire that I didn't know that I had, like before that I was just a runner like a cross-country and track runner, all of, like, high school and and college, too. So, um, yeah, it was definitely something new to add to my life and stuff. But before that, like, ever since, like, I was a kid, I always had that, like, fight in me. Like, Like, if I was, like, I used to, like, get picked on or whatever. Like, when I was little, I would get into, like, so many fights that I'd skipped. Like, I didn't even go to... Half of second, third, and fourth grade. So, so yeah. Oh wow! Because I was always getting into fights and stuff, and I just told my mom like I'm like, I'm not trying to go. And I was in Armenia, so and then I just when I I was gonna move here anyways, so she didn't she thought that was a good idea. so
1: <laughs> Oh, this was so the like when the cops and all that the was that in Armenia?
3: No, no, no that was here.
1: Oh, that was here. <laughs> When did you move yeah. from when did when did you move from Armenia?
3: Oh uh, in two thousand. When I was nine? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like nine years old. Um yeah, that whole because I didn't really start boxing until I was like twenty three. So
1: So I heard you say in some other interviews that you thought that boxing, like to train would be expensive. Is it was that the case?
3: I don't know. I just I don't know. I uh I didn't, I didn't know, like, where to go or what to do. I never really thought about it. But it's funny because I did have a dream a long time ago that I was a boxer and I was getting paid. But, cause, like, one of our teachers in high school made us write, like, a letter to ourselves. And they sent it to us. And then I didn't even remember this. And then in the letter, I wrote, like, I wrote that that I had a dream. I was like, oh, this is random. But I had a dream. I was a boxer. And I was making money. Anyways... Like, I was just like, I was like, what? Like, this, this is destiny. No way. Like, I was like, what? Like, so it's like, I, that's why I, I always say, like, boxing found me. I didn't, I didn't go looking for it. So, I mean, I wish I started sooner. I wish I, like, went, like, you know, I would have been a killer. I'm already a killer, but I would have been, like, had all the belts. So, but it's okay. <laughs>
1: so, when you start training, like, how long does it take from, like, your, when you first start training to have a professional fight? Do you have to have so many like amateur fights? Like how does it work? Do you have to have so many amateur fights before you go pro or?
3: Honestly, like I feel like that depends on the person because sometimes it's hard to get fights and all that. I only have 13 amateur fights and like I, don't, I had 11 wins in one year, 11 fights in one year. So, I think, I mean, I think I that people should take, like, they should do amateurs, especially if they start younger. But um I don't think you necessarily have to have it. Uh, there's people that go pro right away, like, without any amateurs. So, it, like, really depends on the person and who they are. And um, some people are born fighters, but other people, like, have to kind of learn, you know.
1: You were fighting in Mexico a lot, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I um, basically fought six fights in Mexico. Yeah.
1: What made you change from boxing with gloves on with uh, your padded hands to switch over to the bare knuckle?
3: My coach, my coach AJ, AJ Eastley, he was already a bare knuckle coach. And like, it's funny because... First of all, like I didn't even know that was a thing. One time, like I was just sitting at home, and then I was on YouTube, just watching, like looking up fights and all that. And then randomly, like I came across a video of like people fighting with like no gloves. I was like, "What?" I was like, "What the hell's going on?" I'm like, what is going on here? And I'm like, "I was like, dude, these people are crazy. Is this real?" Like, and I'm just watching, and I'm like, "What the hell?" And then there, and then I had another friend, he uh, Casey. He told me he's like, "Yeah, they want to pay me like." a few thousand dollars for me to do bare knuckles i was like no 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 don't do that that's 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 crazy and then that over here like yeah so my coach he asked me to um, to do it and i was just obviously i was like nah i'm good but then later on the opportunity came to like go to dubai and fight and all that and it was kind of it's kind of like sometimes it's hard to get boxing fights and at first when you start boxing you don't really make that much uh yeah so i was just kind of like i kind of wanted to like I love to fight and I wanted to fight and, and yeah, the purse was a little bit better. So I was like, let's go. <laughs> but yeah,
1: What's Dubai like?
3: Dubai is really nice. Uh, yeah, it's really nice. Like it's kind of like us, except cleaner, um, and taller buildings. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was cool.
1: How long were you there for just the, just the fight and then back home?
3: Um, no, I was there for a week. But I got a story for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. tell us.
3: So a week before my fight, it was uh, March 11th, my birthday. So I went on a run and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to have like one more like good run and I'm going to like be ready, you know? So so I went, I went on this run and then I sprained my ankle on the run. I literally like... I was running on gravel which you're not supposed to do and then i just my foot like i stepped on it wrong and then i was like damn like i was like and obviously the first thought in my head was okay that's it like i'm not i'm not gonna like fight like and then i was like no 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 screw that that i'm not gonna think that hell no like i'm gonna run let's keep running. and then i try to run and i couldn't and then i was like okay i'm just gonna walk home and i'm trying to like walk I'm like limping I'm crying I'm like no and then um, I called my brother he came and like picked me up I was just like a couple of blocks over and then um, I came home I was just icing my my ankle and I had it up and everything and I'm just like I'm calling my coach I'm like hey this what happened I sprained my ankle this that so he's kind of like he was calming me down he's like don't worry don't worry it'll go away it'll go away you know so for two days, I couldn't walk. I was literally, like, limping around and stuff. And then, um, obviously, like, we didn't cancel the fight. By by Wednesday, I was on the plane. Like, I was, like, going to Dubai. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, so I was able to, like, walk more, but I was it was hurting. And then the whole time we were in Dubai, like, everyone was going out, like, sightseeing or whatever they were doing. And I was just, like, in my room, icing it and praying a storm because i was just like i cannot like rely on like myself and my foot is like messed up like literally like and i have like pictures of it it's like all bruised up and everything and it was really swollen too and like nobody believes me because the way i was fighting that day i don't even believe it but yeah so i was just like uh we just put the kt tape on and everything and even that the day before whenever i would see my opponent i'm just like i don't want to see me like like, injured or anything, you know, and then they were, like, calling me up to the Trigon to take a picture, I'm, like, no, I'm good, but I was, (laughs) but usually I'm super nice, so I would have probably went, but then, um, uh, Tony Lopez, he was sitting next to me, and he was, like, no, you don't gotta go, just stay here, just stay here, I was, like, you're right, you're right, and then, um, yeah, the next day, we just put the KT tape on, and the adrenaline kicked in, and I literally, like, went to war and it's crazy that yeah i went on with like a sprained ankle and everything it was literally it took like a few weeks after to even like heal up completely actually it took like a while yeah.
1: damn no wonder you don't know what dubai looks like you're sitting in your hotel <laughs> and looking at ice in your yeah. ankle
3: <laughs> i went out the next day we only went out the next day and Everyone wa- ever. I wanted to go to like the desert and stuff, and everyone was like, "Oh, let's go to the mall. It's so nice." And I was like, "Really, the mall, bro? Like seriously?" And then they just made me walk around. I was just like, "Dude, my foot hurts," and I'm just I was just kind of grumpy because I was just like, "They're just making me walk around." But it was nice. Yeah, they had like a big fish tank, and they have a bunch of sharks in it in the mall, so that was cool. But like they were just trying to like sell us stuff. I'm like bro. I barely I made some money, but I'm not trying to buy, a costume or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. And I used to be a salesperson too. So I'm like, I'm not trying to be haggled right now. But everybody else was, like, falling for it. I'm I'm good. <laughs>
1: yeah. Where are some of the other cool places you've uh, you fought?
3: Mexico. Well, Guadalajara, uh, Jalisco. That was that was nice. South Carolina. That was the last one. I think that's about it yeah this next one is in tampa florida so i've been there already but
1: yeah. yeah i'll be at that one i'll be there oh nice what do you do to mentally prepare for a fight
3: mentally like basically i i personally like i do a lot like of uh, like i listen to motivational speeches like when i go to training i'm always like listening to filling my head with positivity reading like positive books, praying uh, just like my faith is important to me too. So yeah, like just surrounding myself with good people that are like encouraging me, uh, or just telling me the truth. Just with like being like with family and stuff and, you know, cutting myself away from like distractions and just like all the fun stuff, if you know what I mean. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I just kind of, yeah, just uh, working on my myself. And that's, like, yeah, it just kind of, like, makes me have to do it even more. You know, I can't get lazy with that because that's important. Sure. Like, 80% is mental. or Yeah.
1: And you mentioned earlier that you were a cross-country and track runner uh, in high school and stuff. Do you still do that to physically prepare, too? Do you run a lot?
3: I just, like, okay, I used to, like, run a lot more before, but now it's more sprints and drills instead of, like, long distance running it's not like cross country where like you're, you're gonna do like mile repeats or like hill sprints and stuff i don't know it's like it's a little different
1: are the rules different from boxing with gloves on to the bare knuckle boxing i keep hearing them say in the the commentator say dirty boxing for when they when the bare knuckle and a lot of times like the they're holding the back of their heads while they're punching each other are they changing the rules how have they changed?
3: Do you mean like boxing versus bare knuckle or just? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like what are, are the, how are the rules different? Are they different?
3: Not really. I don't, I don't think they're different. It's about the same. Don't hit below the belt. And then dirty boxing is just like when they're like, kind of like holding you or like kind of grappling you and stuff. So like, you know how like bare knuckle is like a lot of people come from like MMA and stuff. So they do like little dirty tactics. Like they'll put like Shelby, she does that. Like she puts her head on your chest. So you can't like hit her or like she'll just randomly throw you on the floor (laughs) or hang on your they'll just hang on your neck and stuff or like kind of like hold your hands or something so you can't maneuver so that's kind of like dirty boxing or like if they elbow you you know
1: one fight i was i can't remember who it was but it was uh, two female fighters and they just seemed like the one girl just kept like tackling the other girl like they kept ending up on the ground
3: was that my dubai fight <laughs> <Like> maybe that... <laughs> maybe it was
1: because i was watching a lot of your stuff
3: <laughs> we were just like just like throwing her on the... i don't know it just it just worked out that way she was just she was trying to go to the floor I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you done any of the mma stuff have you done any of that
3: i wish i wanted to i really really wanted to my old coach jesse lechuga um he passed away already like from a heart attack um and then rico kane which was his uh student they both taught me a little bit of like kicking and um grappling and all that but yeah i haven't really like i've gone to like a uh, what was it a muay thai muay thai gym and then i remember sparring like some of their two of their like best girls and i kind of yeah did a lot of damage to them and then they were like we're gonna we're gonna convert you over <laughs> and it was funny they were like what the hell like i only know a little bit of kicking but i was just like you know i know how to fight so
1: yeah muay Thai is a lot of kicking right
3: yeah kicking elbowing um yeah, everything uh, like yeah it's just I don't know. I wish I really wish I could do MMA too, but I'm already kind of getting older, so I can't be like learning all that now. I mean, who knows, you know? But I'm just going to focus on You mean on getting boxing.
1: older, aren't you? <laughs> <You're only> like...
3: <laughs> I'm 32, so.
1: You have a little time yet. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, what advice would you give to uh, young female boxers who are in uh, interested in getting into the sport?
3: I would always say to work hard, you know, uh, have like dreams, you know, um, write down your goals and train hard, but train smart and find the right team. Yeah, have a good coach and just just keep going. Like even if like so many things like will come in your way that are going to stop you, so many obstacles, but don't stop. Like if you really have it in your heart to be a champion or to go forth in the sport, like don't let all the obstacles of life like stop you. Just keep continue continue to work hard and like, even if you don't feel like you're good enough, you will be like if you keep work working hard for it. Like be encouraged, you know, because it's like the gym. The gym is a very humbling place. It will humble you, even if you win a fight, um, you beat up people in sparring. Whatever it's just like, I feel like I'm always at like level one. Like I always feel like I'm at zero and i'm starting over i'm never like oh yeah i'm the shit. like sometimes yeah i feel like that but it doesn't last like i'm always just like being humbled and the, the sport will do that to you so but be encouraged and like keep working hard you will get there
1: what do you think sets uh bare knuckle boxing apart from other combat sports
3: well first of all D Y B, uh, in general it's a smaller ring even like it's the smallest combat sp- sports arena in the whole world, like, except for the, for the telephone booth one. Yeah. But, but in general, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's smaller and then you have no gloves. So it's bone to bone, bad to the bone. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a different, different game ball. It's a real, like a, it's a professional street fight yeah technical street fight
1: (laughs) Now, now coming from the boxing ring to the trigon can you notice a difference in the in how much smaller it is
3: oh yeah oh yeah it's it's really small super small another difference is that in boxing like i'm used to hitting hard you know with the boxing gloves on so i'm like my coach is like telling me like you don't gotta hit that hard you know I'm just like, yeah, but I don't know how not to hit hard. Like, but I'm supposed to like, you know, snap it and because that's how you get more like cuts and all that. But I don't know. Whenever the adrenaline like kicks in, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just hammering away, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I imagine when you're trying to punch somebody in the face, you know that it's kind of hard to not do it as hard as possible.
3: Yeah, right. It's just hard. (laughs) I got to work on that because it's like boxing. You just like you hit with full power because you know you're not going to hurt your hand. But in um, bare knuckle, you could actually break your hand. Like my friend um, Puma, uh, Isaac, he like broke his hand in the bare knuckle fight. Yeah, so wow. Careful.
1: Now, what do you do outside of the, the Trigon? You're a cosmetologist, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I have my license in cosmetology. I, I help my mom. On the side, I uh, assist her on the weekends. Like, if she really needs help, I'm like, fine. I'll come help you. But, uh, yeah, I like, like, photography, making videos, like, videography. Um, just, yeah, watching movies. It's fun. Um, uh, I used to, like, I used to paint and stuff, so I'm trying to get back into my art, too. And, like, I love to, like, hike and, like, all that stuff. Nature. Nice
1: going back to the uh you watching the videos on youtube of the old uh the old bare knuckle stuff do you ever see any of the stuff that dada used to do in his backyard
3: oh i haven't seen it but I've, uh, um, i heard about it and uh i met him so he's a funny funny character funny guy. yeah check
1: that we had him on the podcast yeah check that out on uh on youtube uh dot just type in dot 5000 uh backyard brawls or whatever. Yeah, okay. it, it 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 was nuts. That that shit was crazy, no, I and it's really crazy to see how much it has grown. Because he, I mean, he literally started it in his grandmother's backyard, and now it's BYB Extreme, you know?
3: Wow, well, that's crazy. Who would have thought? You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and so yeah. it's it's very exciting to watch, man. I've been at a couple. Uh, I was at the one in. uh No, I've been at one. I was at the one in uh, Miami the the first one the brawl in the pines at Pembroke Pines I was there at that first one and <laughs> I'm hooked it's it's crazy I love it
3: Nice yeah yeah it's weird it's like I never thought I would be boxing or like bare knuckle fighting I never I never thought I'd be doing any of that but you know here we are you know life life is crazy
1: Yeah, yeah and you're also you're are you training people now as well right
3: Uh sometimes I was like training like some kids and some people for a while but then i like i kind of just decided to uh uh, just be focusing on the fighting more just because it's like sometimes i'm just too tired to like hold mids and like meet up with people and all that maybe i'll do it again because i do have like a i'm um, i'm pretty good at like teaching people and all that i'm I'm a good teacher i think uh, so but yeah no i'm not really doing it right now
1: I guess it would be pretty hard to train someone else, too, while you're training for a fight as well, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, I'm just so tired, and I just feel like I should be, like, resting or watching film. Uh, yeah, just just right now, I just, like, my heart's not really in it to be training too many people. Like, yeah, like, if it's, like, somebody who really needs it or something, I maybe I will, or maybe after the fight, you know, when I have sure. that, like, time of the break.
2: Sure yeah what did i miss right do you ever worry about long-term problems with your health
3: oh yeah i do actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah bare knuckle is like it's like the, my hands like after this last fight yeah, they were hurting a lot so I just like like i was just like oh like just washing my hands i was just like and then like after the fight i was trying to like Send tech like thank you to everyone. I was saying, congratulations. I was just like, dude, my hands were so bad. I was just like, copy, paste, copy, thank, thank you. you. I couldn't. I was like, this sucks. And then for, I swear, it was like, it, my hands were bad for like two months. Hmm. So I was just like, I, could, I was thinking, like, damn, like, how's it gonna be when I'm older? Like, holy shit, am I gonna use, be able to use my hands, you know? So I was just kind of like, wow, how long do I wanna. To bare knuckle, you know. I feel like boxing isn't as damaging to your hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Hopefully, but that's another reason like, I I want to like be really you know good at it because the better you are, the less damage you take. You know. Right. I mean, the last fight, like she had length. I don't. She had like she was. She had length on me. And her hands were longer, and her fists were huge. So, yeah, I was kind of, like, I was really upset at, like, that I got hit and stuff. Even though I won, it was just, like, dude, like, but everyone's telling me, like, you know what? Like, if if it rains, you're going to get wet. Like, if you're in a fight, you're going to get hit. And I'm like, yeah, but I want to be, like, uh, I want to be, like, the Matrix. <laughs> I've had dreams like that where I'm just, like, fighting, and I'm just, like, I don't get hit. And I was like, yes. Like the day before my uh, B- uh, my Dubai fight, I literally had a dream. Like I had a dream. I was like, I was like flying around and then some girl said something to me. So I came down and then she, and then I and it was like, she, she swung and I like, I missed like matrix. And then I beat her up and left. And I was like, yes, that's how the fight's gonna be. Like it helped me out, you know? But then the fight, like I was like, bro, why am I getting hit? Like I was so mad like I'll get my, I get mad at myself cuz I'm like I, just, I don't know I I expect myself to be perfect but I'm starting to learn that like that's not really a thing you can't be perfect no one's perfect so I'm just kind of like, yeah I'm just trying to be better but you can't be perfect only be better
2: well in a in a cage that small you're gonna get hit there's really nowhere to hide
3: yeah <laughs> Yeah, next fight. We'll see. We'll see.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that was all I had, Casey. That was my question.
1: All right. Well, uh, please uh, plug away where people can find you and uh, plug the, the next fight as well.
3: Spitfire underscore Nessa. So Nessa with only one S. Um, next fight is in Florida, Tampa, Florida, April 4th. Make sure to tune in because I'm going to beat, beat some. Yeah. I'm going to get that belt for sure. So uh, you guys tune in because it's going to be a performance of a lifetime.
1: Awesome. Thank Awesome. You guys Looking so forward so
3: to it. For interview. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no problem. Yeah, pleasure's all and, up. Uh, and I'll see you in Tampa.
3: See you. Yeah. I was going to wear that shirt today. <laughs> <laughs> Spitfire.
1: Yeah, where can do you still have any of these left? Where can people get the the merch at?
3: Um, just hit so you up I, on
1: Instagram or.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hit me up on Instagram. DM me. Uh, I have a limited amount of those those limited shirts left. Yeah, just hit me up. I'll send you the info.
1: Awesome! Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Have a good one.
1: Yeah. You, you too. too.